Chapter 1 of Katsung and Traverse Pharmacology Examination and Board Review. Part 2 Distribution of Drugs Determinants of Distribution Size of Organ The size of organ determines concentration gradient between blood and the organ. For example, skeletal muscle can take up a large amount of drug because the concentration in the muscle tissue remains low and the blood tissue gradient high even after relatively large amounts of drug have been transferred. This occurs because skeletal muscle is a very large organ. In contrast, because the brain is smaller, distribution of smaller amount of drug into it will raise the tissue concentration and reduce to zero the blood tissue concentration gradient, preventing further uptake of drug unless it is actively transported. Blood flow. Blood flow to the tissue is an important determinant of the rate of uptake of drug. Although blood flow may not affect the amount of drug in the t tissue at equilibrium. As a result, well perfused tissues example brain, heart, kidneys, and splanchnic organs usually achieve high tissue concentrations sooner than poorly perfused tissues like for example fat and bones. Solubility. The solubility of a drug in tissue influences the concentration of the drug in the extracellular fluid surrounding the blood vessels. If the, if the drug is very soluble in the cells, the concentration in the perivascular extracellular space will be lower and diffusion from the vessel into the extracellular tissue space will be facilitated. For example, some organs such as the brain have a high lipid content and thus dissolve a high concentration of lipid-soluble agents rapidly. Binding. Binding of a drug to macromolecules in the blood or a tissue compartment tends to increase the drug's concentration in that compartment. For example, Warfarin is strongly bound to plasma albumin, which restricts warfarin's diffusion out of the vascular compartment. Conversely, chloroquine is strongly bound to extravascular tissue proteins, which results in a marked reduction in the plasma concentration of chloroquine. Apparent volume of distribution and physical volumes. The apparent volume of distribution, VD, is an important pharmacokinetic parameter that reflects the above determinants of the distribution of a drug in the body. Volume of diffusion relates the amount of drug in the body to the concentration in the plasma. In contrast, the physical volumes of various body compartments are less important in pharmacokinetics. However, obesity alters the ra ratios of total body water to body weight and fat to total body weight. And this may be important when using highly lipid-soluble drugs. A simple approximate rule for the aqueous compartments of the normal body is as follows.
40% of total body weight is intracellular water and 20% is extracellular water. Thus, water constitutes approximately 60% of body weight. Metabolism of drugs Drug disposition is a term sometimes used to refer to metabolism and elimination of drugs. Some authorities use disposition to denote distribution as well as metabolism and elimination. Metabolism of a drug sometimes terminates its action, but other effects of drug metabolism are also important. Some drugs, when given orally, are metabolized before they enter the systemic circulation. This first pass metabolism was referred to in Table 1 1 as one of low bioavailability. Drug metabolism occurs primarily in the liver and is discussed in greater detail in Chapter 4. Drug metabolism as a mechanism of activation or termination of drug action, the action of many drugs, example, sympathomimetics, phenothiazines, is terminated before they are excreted because they are metabolized to biologically inactive derivatives. Conversion to an inactive metabolite is a form of elimination. In contrast, prodrugs, example, levodopa, minoxidil, are inactive as administered and must be metabolized in the body to become active. Many drugs are active as administered and have active metabolites as well example morphine some benzodiazepines drug elimination without metabolism some drugs example lithium many others are not modified by the body they continue to act until they are excreted Elimination of drugs. Along the dosage, the rate of elimination follows the last dose or disappearance of the active molecules from the site of action, the bloodstream, and the body. Determines the duration of action for many drugs. Therefore, a knowledge of the time course of concentration in plasma is one factor used in predicting the intensity and duration of effect for most drugs. Note, drug elimination is not the same as drug excretion. A drug may be eliminated by metabolism long before the modified molecules are excreted from the body. For most drugs and their metabolites, excretion is primarily by way of the kidney. Volatile anesthetic gases, a major exception, are excreted primarily by the lungs. For drugs with active metabolites, example, diazepam, elimination of the parent molecule by metabolism is not synonymous with termination of action. For drugs that are not metabolized, excretion is the mode of elimination. A small number of drugs combine irreversibly with their receptors, so that disappearance from the bloodstream is not equivalent to cessation of drug action. These drugs may have a very prolonged action, for example, phenoxybenzamine, an irreversible inhibitor of alpha-adrenoreceptors, is eliminated from the bloodstream in less than one hour after administration 
The drug's action, however, lasts for 48 hours, the time required for turnover of the receptors. First order elimination. The first order elimination indicates that the rate of elimination is proportional to the concentration. Example, the higher the concentration, the greater the amount of drug eliminated per unit time. The result is that the drug's concentration in plasma decreases exponentially with time. Figure 1-3 Comparison of first-order and zero-order elimination For drugs with first-order kinetics, rate of elimination units per hour is proportional to concentration. This is a more common process. Drugs with first order elimination have a characteristic half-life of elimination that is constant regardless of the amount of drug in the body. The concentration is such a drug in the blood will decrease by 50% for every half-life. Most drugs in clinical use demonstrate first-order kinetics. Zero-order elimination. The term zero-order elimination implies that the rate of elimination is constant regardless of concentration. In the case of zero-order elimination, the rate is constant and independent of concentration. This occurs with drugs that saturate their elimination mechanism at concentration of clinical interest. As a result, the concentrations of these drugs in plasma decrease in a linear fashion over time. Such drugs do not have a constant half-life. This is typical of ethanol over most of its plasma concentration range and of phenytoin and aspirin as high therapeutic or toxic concentrations. Pharmacokinetic models Multi-compartment distribution After absorption in the circulation, many drugs undergo an early distribution phase followed by a slower elimination phase. Mathematically, this behavior can be simulated by means of two-compartment model as shown in figure 1-4. Figure 1-5 Drug concentration time curve After administration of a drug as an intravenous bolus, this drug follows first-order kinetics and appears to occupy two compartments. The initial curve linear portion of the data represents the distribution phase with drug equilibrating with between the blood compartment and the tissue compartment. The linear portion of the curve represents drug elimination. The elimination half-life D one half can be extracted graphically as shown by measuring the time between any two plasma concentration points on the elimination phase that differ by twofold.
The two compartments consist of the blood and the extravascular tissues. Note that each phase is associated with the characteristic half-life the half. For the first half-life, the half beta for the second half-life. Note also that when concentration is plotted on a logarithmic axis, the elimination phase for a first-order drug is a straight line. Other distribution models. A few drugs behave as if they were distributed to only one compartment. Example, if they are restricted to the vascular compartment, others have more complex distributions that require more than two compartments for construction of accurate mathematical models. Drug development and regulation. The sale and use of drugs are regulated in most countries by government agencies in the United States. Regulation is by Food and Drug Administration or FDA. New drugs are developed in industrial or academic laboratories before a new drug can be approved for regular therapeutic use in humans. A series of animal and experimental human studies, clinical trials must be carried out. New drugs may emerge from a variety of sources. Some, some are the result of identification of new target for a disease. Rational molecular designs or screening is then used to find a molecule that selectively alters the function of the target. New drugs may result from the screening of hundreds of compounds against model diseases in animals. In contrast, many so-called Me Too drugs are the result of simple chemical alteration of the pharmacokinetic properties of an original prototype agent. Safety and efficacy. Because society expects prescription drugs to be safe and effective, governments regulate the development and marketing of new drugs. Current regulations in the USA require evidence of relative safety derived from acute and subacute toxicity testing in animals and probable therapeutic actions from the pharmacologic profile in animals before human testing is permitted. Some information about the pharmacokinetics of a compound is also required before clinical evaluation is begun. Chronic toxicity test results are generally not required, but testing must be underway before human test studies are started. The development of a new drug is, and its pathway through various levels of testing and regulation are illustrated in Figure 1-5. Figure 1-5, the development and testing process required to bring a new drug to market in the United States. Some requirements may be different for drugs and used in life-threatening diseases are produced with permission from Katsung, PG Editor, Basic and Clinical Pharmacology 12 Edition, Macro Health 2012, Figure 5. Figure.
The cost of development of a new drug, including false starts and discarded molecules, may be greater than 500 million, although the true cost is often hidden by manufacturer. Animal testing. The animal testing of a specific drug that is required before human studies can begin is a function of its proposed use and the urgency of the application. Thus, a drug proposed for occasional topical use requires less extensive testing than one destined for chronic systemic administration. Because of the urgent need, anti-cancer drugs and some antiviral drugs require less evidence of safety than do drugs used in treatment of less threatening diseases. Urgently needed drugs are often investigated and approved on an accelerated schedule. Acute toxicity. Acute toxicity studies are required for all new drugs. These studies involve administration of incrementing doses of the agent up to the lethal level in at least two species, example one rodent and one non-rodent. Subacute and chronic toxicity. Subacute and chronic toxicity testing is required for most agents, especially those intended for chronic use. Doses are selected based on the results of acute tests. Tests are usually conducted for two to four weeks subacute and 6 to 4, 24 months chronic in at least two species. Types of animal testing. Pharmacologic profile. The pharmacologic profile is a description of all the pharmacologic effects of a drug. Example, effects on cardiovascular function, gastrointestinal activity, respiration, hepatic and renal function, endocrine function, and CNS. Both graded and quantile dose response data are gathered. Reproductive toxicity or reductive toxicity testing involves a study of the fertility effects of the candidate drug and its teratogenic and mutagenic toxicity. Until 2015, the FDA had used five level A, B, C, D, and X minimally descriptive scale to summarize information regarding the safety of drugs in pregnancy. Table 1-3 FDA Ratings of Drug Safety in Pregnancy Category A Controlled studies in women fail to demonstrate a risk to fetus in the first trimester and there is no evidence of um, of risk in later trimesters. The possibility of fetal harm appears remote. Category B, either animal reproduction studies have not demonstrated a fetal risk, but there are no control studies in pregnant women or animal reproduction studies have shown an adverse effect other than a decrease in fertility that was not confirmed in controlled studies in women in the first trimester and there is no evidence of risk in later trimesters. Category C, either studies in animals have revealed adverse effects on the fetus, teratogenic or embryocidal or other, and there are no control studies in women, or studies in women 
and animals are not available. Drugs should be given only when the potential benefit justifies the potential risk to the fetus. Category D, there is positive evidence of human fetal risk, but the benefits from use in the pregnant woman may be acceptable despite the risk. Examples, the drug is needed in a life-threatening situation or for a serious disease for which safer drugs cannot be used or are ineffective. Category X, studies in animals or humans being Human beings have demonstrated fetal abnormal disorder. There is evidence of fetal risk based on the human experience or both, and the risk of the use of the drug in the pregnant woman clearly outweighs any possible benefit. The drug is contraindicated in women who are, who are or may become pregnant. For drugs submitted after to June 2015, the letter scale has been abolished in favor of narrative description of safety or hazards of each drug, and separate categories are established for pregnancy, lactation, and for males and females of reproductive potential. The new system is designated the Pregnancy and Lactation Labeling Rule, or PLLR, and is set forth at www.fda.gov drugs developmental development approval process new labeling for drugs approved after 2001 will be phased in teratogenesis can be defined as the induction of developmental defects in the somatic tissues of the fetus example by exposure of the fetus to a chemical infection or radiation teratogenesis is studied by treating pregnant female animals of at least two species at selected times during early pregnancy when organogenesis is known to place to take place and by later examining the fetus or neonates for dermatitis. Examples of drugs known to have teratogenic effects include thalidomide, isotretinoin, valproic acid, ethanol glucocorticoids, porphyrin, lithium, and androgens. Metagenesis denotes induction of changes in the genetic material of animals of any age and therefore induction of heritable abnormalities. The AMIS test, the standard in vitro test for metagenicity, uses a special strain of salmonella bacteria whose growth depends on specific nutrients in a culture medium. Loss of this dependence is a result of Exposure to test drug signals, a mutation. Many carcinogens, example, aflatoxin, cancer chemotherapeutic drugs, and other agents that bind to DNA have mutagenic effects and test positive in the MS test. The dominant lethal test is an in vivo mutagenicity test carried out in mice. Male animals are exposed to the sub substance before mating. Abnormalities in the results of subsequent mating, example, Loss of embryos deform fetuses to signals imitation in the male's germ cells. Carcinogenesis. Carcinogenesis is the induction of malignant characteristic in cells. Carcinogenicity is difficult and expensive to study, and the AMAS test is often used to screen chemicals because there is a moderately high degree of correlation between metagenicity 
in the AMAS test and carcinogenesis in some animal tests. As previously noted, agents with non-carcinogenic effects include coal, tar, aflatoxin, dimethyl nitrosamine, and other nitrosamine, urethane, vinyl chloride, and the polycyclic aromatic hydrocarbons in to tobacco smoking, example, benzopyrene, and other tobacco products.